afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday. Get that all set right up. Thursday, September the 7th. How is it the end of the first week of September? That doesn't even make sense in my mind. I think some of it's the trip I went away and the entire half the summer went away. Although I suspect for many other people out there, the summer went by just as quickly. It's just one of those things. Time goes by too quickly these days. It's another great Technolpha podcast. Glad you could join us today. If you're here live, we're starting a little uh, later than we would usually. Um, uh, Mr. Black, it was an exciting day for Mr. Black. This is a big moment. It's momentous. So it's a mark your calendar moment in the Johnston household. And it just so happened to coincide with the fact that because I've only slept for fucking seven hours in the last two nights combined, I was thinking we were starting at four like it was three years ago, and so it didn't matter anyway. <laughs> I was upstairs. Jeff texted Jeff texted me on Discord. He's like, hey, bro, can we start around uh, four o'clock? I'll let him know why this is happening. I was like, can we start around four o'clock? Uh, you got something going on. I was like, oh. Yeah, totally. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's, that works for me. As I was up on the couch about to have a fucking nap after my stream, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. We haven't started at four for fucking ages. It's been a while. It's been a while, Adam. You all right? Is everything okay? I'm going through it over here, but that's okay. I'll let, I'll let you explain what the big momentous occasion it was, and also the most important question of the week, Mr. Black. How's your week? <clears throat> Uh, it's been a, it's been a hectic week this week. Mm. Normally it's just another normal last normal week, but my son started school today. Um, so, you know, yesterday we had like orientation meeting, like the kids, the teachers, um, kind of having the usual, everything, the usual, yeah. the usual. Um, and then, you know, Caleb, um, uh, started her own little cleaning business. So she's she actually went to work today. So she I brought- found you know I found that out. We were walking to the car this morning to take Em to work, and Em was like, "I wonder how Kayla's first day of her cleaning business is gonna go." And I went, "Excuse me." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she said, I saw her post. I was like, "Oh, okay. I had no idea that's what was gonna happen." Uh, but how did that go? Was it a, was it a successful first run? Yeah, it was. It was. It was good. Uh, she has to go back over there tomorrow. I mean, she's cleaning like. Uh, like a big 5,000 square foot house. So, and usually yes. you want to have two people to do something that big. Um, but she was by, she's doing it by herself right now. Um, the reason why is like, uh, I mean, I've got a lot of friends in real estate, so a bunch of people own Airbnbs. So, um, yeah. it's a luxury, it's a luxury Airbnb. It's like fucking, it's super nice. Massive. Yeah. Massive. Um, so, yeah, uh, my buddy said, because there's no bookings, they're like, if you want to do it by yourself, like, you can take two days. It's not a big deal. Um, not a rush. Time, not a rush. Uh, so she said, yeah, sure, I'll do that. Um, so after we, we both dropped Kai off at school first thing in the morning, uh, then I went right to the gym. Uh, she went right to work. And then after the gym, I went to where she was cleaning the house, brought her a coffee, kind of looked at the house. Uh, then stopped at my buddy's house, who owns the the Airbnb like two blocks away, um, and uh, he got a new car. So I was checking that out, and then I came home, uh, streamed, and then here I am. Uh, I went to go pick up 
I went. I thought Kai got out of school at three uh, thirty, but today apparently it was like an hour early. Ah. So um, I went over to the school. I'm like sitting in the parking lot. I don't see any kids. There's a bunch of cars, but like I don't see any kids. No parents outside. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Then I see one of Kai's teachers come out of the school, like getting her car. I'm like, hey, <laughs> am I missing uh, is, something here? My son there. She was like, uh, they got they were out an hour ago. I was like, oh, so I text Kayla. Um, and she's like, yeah, I got Kai. We just went back to the Airbnb to, uh, uh, take the laundry out and, and whatnot. And then she, she was like, I'm already back home. So I was like sitting at the school <laughs> chilling. So then I drive home and then, you know, anyway, uh, so that was, that's basically been our week. Just like, uh, Kayla's just been prepping. We had to buy like a shit ton of cleaning stuff. And, mm. um, she was doing a bunch, I was helping her do some, some uh research and uh different things and then she just went out and picked up everything and then she's she's working so it's been a hectic week here at my house to say the least uh he had a good day at school he's super like i bro like i come home and i'm like hey kai you know uh my (laughs) wife's like oh when when i picked him up you know he came and gave me this big hug like you know (laughs) that i hadn't seen him in forever because it's like the first time like well, it's, it's almost like a like, dog. You get home and it's like, you've been gone for five days because yeah. like, time goes so slow, right? Exactly, right? And then I come home and I'm like, hey, Kai. And he's sitting there on the sofa with the Nintendo Switch. And I'm like, <laughs> hey, Kai, come give me a hug. Tell me how your day was. And he's like, no, nah, I'm playing the Switch. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, put the Switch down and come give me a hug. And tell me how your day was. He, he said, no, I just want to chill. I'm like, bro, I just sat at your school for 40 minutes waiting for you. I come home and, and uh, uh, dude, I was, I was salty, man. I was like, you got the, the shit end of that deal. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I took a switch, right? I took the switch. I'm like, you ain't playing the switch then. You're going to, you're going to, you know, you can't tell me how your first day of school was like, so I take the switch and all of a sudden he's, he loses his mind. Loses his mind. Like the switch. I'm like, no, you ain't getting the switch. You don't get the. You get to treat me like that. You don't get to like dismiss me and play the switch. You can try it again tomorrow. So he's losing his, he was losing his fucking shit. And then all of a sudden now he wants, then he wants to tell me about how his day was because now the switch is gone. I'm like, ah, bro, you can tell me how your day was, but you ain't getting the switch. So you don't have to wait till tomorrow. So it's just been, it, you know, I just can't, I just can't win today, bro. I'm just, I'm just getting, I'm just getting it. But Hey, it is what it is. To be fair, I mean, he's, you know, I know he's tired. He had a big day. It's been a lot of, you know, you know, kids. But it was a good day. It sounds like his first day day. was a good day. It was a good day. Apparently, (laughs) Kayla told me that he had fought. He had, he had, because they, they're outside for like two and a half hours a day. So they, there's like Mm. playgrounds and they, they spend like half the day because it's, it's pre-primary. So it's like, it's not primary. This is literally like an orientation for the orientation of school. Yeah, (laughs) It's free daycare. It's free daycare. That's what it is, right? Yes. And and he gets to socialize and and things like that. Learn some like, you know, social skills. And get used to like the, I get to wake up and go to this place for this much time and the the schedule of it. Yeah, yeah. Correct. So (laughs) apparently they were out playing. He trips on a stick or something and he he scuffs (laughs) his knee up, right? And he's hysterical. <laughs> and uh and and he goes over to the teacher and uh he's like he's like my knee my knee and the teacher's like well can i see it and he's like no you know he, he gets like he's like no he's like he doesn't want to see it blah 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 and then the teacher was like okay well then stop crying <laughs> he didn't like that too much. he didn't like that he didn't know he was like stunlocked right 
Like, I don't and know then, how to uh, respond to that. Yeah, she was like, you can either show me or just stop crying and go play. And he stopped crying. He went and pl- he kept playing him. I was like, okay, that's a... I was like, hey, he's got to learn this shit, man. He's got to he's gotta learn this shit. Because that's usually a hot parent like, tip. Yeah, like, because usually he'd fucking do it. He'd be screaming, like... If he hurts himself, like he's like walkie scuffs, he runs right to his mother, right? Like, of course. I'm, uh, and I'm like, yo, Kai, let me see. No! Ah! And I'm like, bro, like I can do the same thing she can do, right? So he tried that with the teacher, and the teacher was like, no. Okay, well, it ain't, at you. it ain't working with me. So you just can't. And then he just went and played. So, you know, it, it is what it is. That's, that's, that's the first day. That, that's not so, the teacher's first rodeo. The teacher oh, has. Hell no. That teacher has seen the exact same thing four oh, yeah. million times. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Had so, the answer for that right yeah. off the bat. And I was happy when Kayla told me that. I'm like, good. I'm yes. Like, good. He's got to learn. He's got to yes. learn. Bro, and more importantly, gonna- he just did it, which is good. Like, he didn't, like. You know, continue yeah, to make he, a big deal about he it. He just went behind and, yeah, like, you yeah. know, where's mom and blah, blah, blah. He just, you know, went off and did that's, his thing. So that, fucking, that was my day. It's been, that's it's been, been a day. <laughs> that's fantastic. That is, a, that is, you know, the classic parent hack. That's what my mom did. When I was, when I was young, I'd like, if I fucked myself up and I'd be like, ah, and she said, she'd look at it and she'd go, you want me to cut it off? And that was it. That was literally like her response for everything. As long as I was physically not going to a hospital, Mo's response was, you want me to amputate it? It's like, no. no. Okay, then go okay. back and play. Get going. <laughs> See you, like, bye. And as, you know boy. what? It's a, ha- gonna- it's a life hack. Because as a kid, you're it's like, it. well, I can't argue with that logic. So No, no. <laughs> so, That's amazing. That's amazing. Um. <laughs> yeah, I just you know I thought uh, I thought you know Kayla was doing this this whole new venture and and uh, and and M was M was of course you know very uh, very interested with it because when she first got here her first uh, year or so was uh, was cleaning business as well to like help pay for all the oh, schooling okay. and shit and yep. so she'd work in the old folks home until whatever hour and then she'd go clean houses with another Filipino a couple of Filipino girls. Yep. And so they'd work like fucking 18 hours a goddamn day or some crazy shit. And then she'd go to bed and wake up and go back to the old folks home and do the whole oh, thing boy. all over again. But it was the same thing. Like, oh, like when you said it was like, you know, some 5,000 square foot home, I was like, well, how many people are paying for cleaners that don't have a 5,000 square foot home? It's a very short list. It's not like a lot yeah. of people in residential areas like me, like, all right, I've got 900 square feet of fantastic home for you to clean today. And it's going to take you five minutes. It's yeah. more like I've got a house that I haven't even seen all of because I haven't been able to see the other side of it for not being here long enough, but I need you to clean it. And you're like, okay, fine. And that's, that's kind of what she was, she was uh, saying she did was just like all over the city, you know, big fucking enormous homes that take them like the entire fucking day to just like, and you learn, you learn like how to clean efficiently and fast. And so that was, that was our thing. It's like, I told Kayla because Kayla's a cleaner. She likes, she likes doing it. And you know, she doesn't have to work, but like, you know, also, she doesn't want to sit at home all day and do nothing. Go stir crazy. So, yeah, she goes stir crazy. So it gets her out, get a little independence, make a bit of money, um, you know, and, and she can pick her own schedule. Mm. But we took this job on because uh, I know the owner. Um, yeah, and then of course. Uh, she can take her time since there is no booking afterwards. It's 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 not something that she would want to do like this size by herself all the time. But like mm. once a week. It's like a, it's a very high end, like we're talking 1500 to $2,000 a night to stay yeah, in this house. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, it's not like booked 24 seven. So 
she'll go in and whatever. And, you know, she makes decent money. It's like, it's good money, man. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, dude. Emma was saying the Filipino girl that ran, like, the business she worked for. Yeah. She said, I mean, she said she worked basically nonstop, but the, yeah. she said, and, and it was not easy. Like, you're basically just, no, like, physical labor, labor all day, fucking, like, whatever, right? But yeah. she said she made, like, the head the head lady made some fucking money when she Dang. did that. When you make, you yeah. get, like, your clientele, and you've got that list, and you're just plowing through it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, she said she was making some pretty good money. So, so that's what yeah. she's going to work on. She's going to slowly build up. I've got a bunch of buddies in real estate. I'm in real estate, so... It's not going to be a problem, and no. cleaners are wanted everywhere. Yeah. But uh, she did this because she can choose what days she wants. So if she's if she's got to work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, she wants to take every Thursday off for like get groceries and have a her day and just yeah, do whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then Friday and then the weekends she has off typically. Um, so she'll figure out a schedule and then she can work like twenty hours a week and then do whatever so she's yeah. uh she seems to be enjoying it i mean i haven't really talked to her that all that much since because it's her first day so i'll talk yeah. to her tonight but um it's just it's a lot of change happening in my household in, in one in like one week one day yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's been it's a lot emotions are high uh there's a lot there's a lot going on uh but you know it's all good it's all good stuff it's just yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. lot it's a lot yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I don't have any children to put through school, so nothing like that happened here this week. Uh, the closest thing to children I dealt with were putting new rose bu- bushes in the ground. That was as exciting as my week was. Oh, uh, nice. We finally got the weather. Like when we before we went to the Philippines, my um, my aunt and uncle, my dad's sister, they've got you know they're they've got uh, they don't have kids, and so their their whole you know they they travel and then they have their vineyard and gardens and like that's their children is is the is the, you know all that all the plants and all that shit. Uh, and as it turns out, to run a vineyard takes some time for two people. So it's a it was a you know it's a, an event. So anyway, they have you know they have greenhouses and shit, and they've just loaded to the gills with roses. And rose bushes that they were doing in the greenhouses, and so they had put aside a whole bunch of uh, uh, of rose bushes for us of various varieties before we had gone to the Philippines, and we went to go pick them up. And I, when we were going there, I was like, "Oh, we're gonna get like you know, okay, uh, like four rose bushes or some shit, and I'll put them around the property, you know, you know, whatever the fuck." You know, we got the back of the house that that ridge that we have. I don't want to mow it, so I'm like, I might have just fucking put some shit up there. And as we get there, they had thirteen fucking rose bushes. Damn. 13 rosebuds said, excuse me, my rev was literally fucking to the roof with rose, but we had, we had dirt all <laughs> over the place. I literally just had the car clean like three oh, days rip. previously and it just ripped gone, just all rip. dirt everywhere. Um, so we had those in the backyard and we had to wait, you had to, you either had to print, you know, plant them. Someone said print them. You had to plant them either earlier in the season or you had to wait until like early fall where we are now. Otherwise they tend to just like scorch earth. If you if you put them in too much in the summer, so we left them in their in their pots while we were gone to uh, the Philippines, and we got back, waited for some good weather and the energy to do so, and went outside and and did that. So that was a six or so seven hours of straight hole digging and rock picking, and I was dead on the other side Ooh. of that bitch. I was not prepared for that much physical activity, not even a little bit. Uh, it was just a lot of, a lot of work that I was not, uh, I was not, uh, you know, used to having to, uh, to do and I was still kind of tired from, you know, COVID. I wasn't, I, I didn't have my endurance, not winded, but just no, no fucking endurance to save my life. But we got there, we got all 13 in the ground and, and, uh, and, uh, they will mostly fill the back 
the back ridge. There's a part of the ridge where the bedrock is too close to the surface, so you couldn't plant them there if you wanted to. Uh, and so we put them in a couple of different places, and that was the exciting height of my week, was planting shit and clipping stuff around the property that hadn't been clipped in God knows how fucking long. The previous owner had not touched any of that in years, and so there are now evergreens and shit that are way just fucking... They're just you, gone, bro. And and you know what the shitty part is about that? If you want to keep an evergreen like bush or anything like that once it's gone, gone kind of wild, is you can't just, like, cut fucking seven inches off of it because you're down to literally bare like there's nothing you're just cutting wood at that point there's no there's no uh, you know there, there's no nothing for it to gather sunlight with and so uh you have to like slowly reduce it over years and if you want to keep it and so um I, I, we're gonna not follow that rule my plan is this i'm gonna cut it to where i need it and if it dies it dies, it dies. If it dies, it dies. <laughs> exactly that was the yeah, <laughs> if it dies it dies and that's exactly how I feel about it. So we're gonna we're gonna tackle that at some point. But otherwise, that was that was it. That in Baldur's Gate, I played ninety hours. Yeah, you're crazy. A Baldur's Gate. God damn. I, I did another four hours of it today before the podcast. I'm trying to get through it because I want to get around to Starfield before I'm ninety years old. Uh, uh, even though that game just came out, like I, it's ninety hours. There's very few games that I've played for ninety hours where at the ninety hour mark I'm going, man. I hope there's another forty hours. Uh, I can think of almost none. <laughs> yeah, it's just ninety. Not a hours very long list on a single player game. I can think of maybe none. I mean, the closest <sighs> thing would be something like Oblivion or something. Where, but yes. even then, it's like. You have to take a break and come back, and like you, you yes. can't just marathon you that shit. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. No. And I, I do appreciate that when you're in, you know, in a position, you know, like like a streamer or content creator, where you are, you are doing ninety hours in an eight day period or some shit. That's not normal. That's not the normal video game player uh, player experience. Are there people that just know life that shit after work? Sure. Yes, absolutely, that exists. But it's not meant to be fucking mainlined. Like yeah. that. And so I appreciate that maybe some of, you know, what I'm experiencing of the burnout would not have happened if it wasn't for the fact that I was literally just fucking melting my face off with it for like 10 straight days. So I get it. But nevertheless, it is getting a bit long in the tooth for me and I, I look forward to finishing it. It's been good. It's just 90 hours is a long time for any fucking game. And I think it's probably going to be almost 120 by the time I'm at the end Jesus, of it. Jesus. No. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's kind of Good fucking luck. bonkers. So we get that, and then we hop into Starfield, which I also hear is a very short video game. So uh, we'll we'll follow that up real quick and see how that goes. But I am looking forward to seeing you know, whether or not it is uh, all that it's cracked up to be or not. There does seem to be some differing opinions, so I look forward to playing that. But that's been mostly it. And so with that, Mr. Black, it's time to talk about some video games. I got to be honest with you, dude. I am trying so hard right now. Not to scratch the four trillion bug bites that I have on my legs from said day of or two days of being outside gardening. I put, I do, I, I was, I, I obviously didn't put nearly enough bug spray on, but I had bug spray and I didn't feel any of these motherfuckers bite me the whole time that I was mm. out there. Not a single, yeah, not a single that's one. That's the worst. 
M was getting bitten and she and she reacts immediately. So you look at her leg and be like, oh, you've been bitten like 14 seconds ago. Like you can literally just see like it immediately swells up on my legs. I didn't see shit. I didn't feel shit. And two days later, I look like a fucking war zone. I had bland mines all up and down my fucking legs and it has been driving me insane. Two nights. The reason why I haven't slept much, bug bites. I wake up at like fucking after four hours of sleep and my legs, I try so hard not to scratch because if you scratch, it makes it worse. And I'm concentrating so fucking hard. I'm like, just thinking about literally fucking anything, going to my happy place, failing miserably, and I have been tearing my legs off for the last fucking 48 Mm. hours. And so if you see me constantly going down, that's what I'm doing. I'm scratching probably until I bleed because these bug bites are for whatever reason viciously fucking itchy for some reason. I, I need to get some of that afterbite. Remember when you were a kid, you had like that pen that's like liquid, like is that like alcohol or whatever, and you'd like yes, dab it on the thing, it. and it stung yeah. like a motherfucker? I need yeah. that in my life. I haven't seen that pen in a million years. I need to find it. We used to have one at mom and dad's that was like fucking 40 years old. Shit still worked every time you use it. I don't know where it is, but I need it desperately in my fucking life. Anyway, video game news, Mr. Black. Seg aftra I know that typically this would be in the movies and TV section, but it is sort of pertaining to video games this week, as they, a couple of days ago, sent over a strike authorization to the interactive media and video game branch. Uh, as, they, as they thought about it and went, hey, there is a number of voice actors and other types of actors and actresses in the video game and interactive media space that aren't involved in this current strike, that are also under, uh, you know, fall under the, oops, the AI is coming, and so maybe they too should go on strike at the same time so that we can just unify, get all of this done, and dust it at once. And it just so happens also, from what I've read, that the agreement that the interactive media uh, side is under is a little bit past date. They haven't, they haven't re-signed or renegotiated a new one. It was kind of a little bit uh, overdue. So we don't know if they've accepted that yet or have agreed to to strike, at least not as of eight hours ago. Uh, but maybe that changed. It is a Thursday, as we've discovered here. Everything fucking happens on a Thursday, so maybe it's happened since, uh, since I wrote this. But nevertheless, we're kind of waiting. It was a couple of days ago they sent it. Uh, and it could be quite possible that this could go through, which means that some games in development that haven't done their recordings and, and whatnot yet could be affected, much like a lot of the movies and uh, and television shows that are currently on hold while all of this stuff is ongoing. And so we'll wait and see. If we get an update on that, we'll let you guys know. But right now, uh, haven't heard anything more about it other than to say that they have sent that <clears throat> over to them. Uh, and honestly, I gotta say, I think video games, it's almost, in terms of, like, the voice acting stuff, I think they're probably at a bigger risk than movies and TV. Uh, you know, the digital space, a little easier to get away with, with artificial intelligence for voice, you know, know, voice acting type stuff. Uh, and if it is in a situation similar to movies and TV where they were saying, all right, well, if you sign this contract to do this thing then we have the ability to use your voice in perpetuity, et cetera, et cetera. All of the wonderful fucking legalese that they strap into every one of these contracts that unless you have a team of lawyers combing through it extensively, you may get caught with your pants down and all of a sudden, uh, you know, you've, you've kicked the bucket, but they're still using your likeness in the movie fucking 15 years later and your family is getting $0 and 0 cents out of it because of said contract. So 
I uh, I do hope that they strike to a degree, and I hope that I hope that this strike goes favorably um, for the actors and actresses within reason, because uh, that kind of shit, as you know, as much as the studios want to say, oh, this is like over the top and whatever. Having stuff like that, anything in perpetuity or being able to use somebody's sound like their voice or their likeness and whatnot and have zero kickback for anyone ever because you paid them some money once is insane. And so hopefully that doesn't doesn't continue to uh, to be the case. Have you heard anything? I know that we're not in that segment yet. I have have, and you'll notice in my notes, Mr. Black, in segment two, it says tumbleweeds because I didn't find a single fucking thing this week. So did you hear anything else about the, the strike is are we still just at a standstill? kind of deal uh i think i think that they were discussing negotiate i think they were negotiating but i think it's on the there a i don't date? know uh n- yeah no i don't know it was either mm. fuck, was it the writers or the actors i think it was the actors i'm not sure I, th- I there was like a small update that i heard yesterday about like uh warner brothers have lost between 300 and 500 million dollars since the strike um and that there there were there were going to be some talks uh but there's still nothing that is concrete or anything like that so it could still be going on for a little while mm yeah and and like you said before i think we were talking about this and and it, uh, obviously it would be the case the actors are going to get a deal long before the writers do the writers are going to be the ones struggle bussing and i think what the writers are hoping for is that the actors hold out yes. with the writers Yes. Until they come to them with a unified agreement and not try to, you know, divide and conquer, uh, yeah. divide and conquer them on that front. And so far, the actors are holding out and a lot of big names have been extremely supportive of the writers. So uh, this might this, you know, this might continue to go on for <laughs> for some time, for better or worse. Uh, apparently, Final Fantasy 16 did well enough uh, to warrant some more content, Mr. Black. According to Yoshida this week, uh, they'll be working on two paid DLCs. And they pushed some updates to the game as well uh, that are out now that include some quality of life improvements like Torgal, which is the dog in that game, actually healing you for more than 3 HP, which is great. Because when I was playing the game, Torgal, which is a, that dog you would have seen in all the promotional material, uh, he, he's a party member throughout the game. And uh, has, he has a healing spell. And you can ask Torgal in combat, you can yell his name, you're like, yo, hit me the fuck up with some heals! And you learn about an hour into the game that even in even only an hour into the game, that dog is not healing shit. It was like actually three health. Like, no, the needle didn't even move. You look at your health bar and you'd see like a three pixel fucking shift in your health bar. You're like, thanks, Torgal. Appreciate the fucking help. And so apparently that's being uh, that's being that's being changed. Uh, and they had some other stuff. There was, I think there was like an, a couple outfits that they added. Uh, there was a skin for uh, Clive's sword to allow him to keep his father's sword, which you get in like the early game. But then for some reason, it just goes away. Uh, things like that. But they are doing two paid DLCs. They were waiting to see how the game did before they made any decisions on this. I remember them saying early on, people were asking, so is this going to be like... You know, this is just it. And, and they were saying, yeah, there's no DLC. We're just making a complete game and that's the show. And then after that, they were like, but if the game does really well, clearly we'll have to think about whether or not we should do some DLC. And they obviously sold a shitload of these games. And so they are they have been given the uh, the green flag, the go ahead to to do some DLC. So we I don't can, know what that is. I can honestly say mm. it's 2023. Hmm. DLC has been a thing now probably for 
I don't know. Somewhere circa 2005, 2006, like, uh, I, I guess. I was going to say about 10 years. It, it, do we right? call Horse Armor in Oblivion the first DLC? Well, okay, okay. There's been DLC much longer than 10 years, but I'm talking about not like. You mean like DLC items. culture, like the big yes, full-blown? like okay. the big full-blown, like almost like another chunk of a game type Like the shit. season passy type yeah, stuff yeah, and exactly. whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, that's, that's been like a big prominent thing for about 10 years, maybe yeah. a little bit longer, maybe, maybe 13 years or 14 mm. years. And I can say, and I don't know anybody watching this live or in the comment section, I fucking hate DLC. <laughs> I hate it. Like and all, I, like all DLC, no exceptions. Just like all DLC I, in general. I think virtually every piece of DLC mm -hmm. ever made is hot garbage. And here's why. Okay. It's not the money thing, right? It's like you know, it's okay. Sure, you, you spend an extra bit of money, you can play some more, whatever. Because typically back then it was like. It Fifteen bucks, yeah, twenty bucks, ten bucks. Yeah, yeah, that was, was like seventy dollars. <laughs> yes, and it's like for me, I like the idea of somebody just making a game, putting the game out, mm. and that's the show. I, I'm old school. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just fucking jaded and old and uh, just a, a fucking a prick. I mean, I don't know, but the thought, like when you when 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 I hear news like, oh, Final Fantasy 16 is going to get two paid DLCs. Mm. Mm. What exactly does that do? Like, it just keeps people. I guess you you, you might make another twenty nine ninety nine or nineteen ninety nine or thirty nine ninety nine. I don't know how big the shit is. For what you've already beaten the game, you've already you've already done it and. DLC typically takes like a year, two years, like like big substantial DLC. You know, games mm. did kind of get shisty when when like uh uh the 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 big uh, Mass Effect thing that happened years ago, where they like they had the game made and then they were like, oh, but there's there's DLC that you can like pay for. Yeah, and the game just came out and it's like, what yeah. are you doing? Why not just put this shit in the game? It's already made. It's 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 very skeezy. And I personally, when I beat a game, I'm done with it. I'm done with it. It's over. The, I think the only time I've ever played DLC was when I played Dark Souls. And I had played Dark Souls so long after the game had already come out that like, D, like you just bought basically a package. It, like came, it came and with it the came whole... And it came with everything. It wasn't like, oh, I, I beat Dark Souls and then a year later... There's five new bosses and two new areas, and it's all oh, I can't wait to pay more money and just go and play this for four, five, six hours and be done with it. I just I'm not a fan of it. Instead of making DLC and two more paid DLCs, why not just let the game be and then make another Final Fantasy? You're gonna make another Final Fantasy anyway. But I'm that's just how I feel about it. I just don't get excited about DLC. Yeah. At all. It obviously was not that important or it would have been in the game in the first place. And it just, mm. it feels like a money grab. It feels like, um, I think the closest thing that, 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 okay. Say you're watching a uh, game of Thrones mm. and you watch a uh, game of Thrones and uh season three 
You finish season three. The show is over. It's done. You got your big closure. Everything's happened whether you like it or you don't. And then the makers or the the creators go, you know what? Hey, we're going to have two more or three miniseries episodes afterwards. And, you know, yeah, sure. Okay, sign me up. If it's free, I'll just watch it. But they're asking you to pay. You're already paying $19.99 for HBO. But they come out and they're like, hey, th- for these episodes, it's going to cost you $9.99. And what do these three episodes do? I don't know. Do they, do they tease the next series? Is it just more added things that, like, really just after the fact, you're like, you want to just do? It's, um, I'm just not a fan of it. I'm not a fan. The closest thing that I like is, uh, you know, my trash TV shows that I like to watch, like uh, <laughs> Love is Blind, right? Love is Blind. Yeah. And then typically they'll have like a uh, like a uh, like w- a year later. And then you can watch like two episodes a year later and it but it's free <laughs> and then you just watch it. It takes an hour of your life and it's done. But when it comes to a video game, I just find it's a little bit different. And I'm just like I'm just not into it and it costs money. Yeah, I I'm I'm like uh, new age DLC, which is a really broad category now. Like when we say DLC, Back, you know, 10, 15 years ago, DLC was a very kind of specific. There, it wasn't a, a, a very broad category, right? Because there were back then, it, there were really, there were two categories. There was expansions and expansion packs, okay. right? And yeah. then there were DLC, which typically were like more like the first real major hits of what would be called now a microtransaction, right? So yes. you had expansions. So like back in the day, let's say Morrowind Starcraft, came out Brood, or Starcraft Brood got Brood War. Morrowind had uh, had two expansion packs that came out afterwards. Same with like Oblivion and, and Skyrim. They would have like big chunks of like, here's 20 hours of more content in a new island piece or some shit that you can either go into the game that you've already finished, because when you finish an Elder Scrolls yep. game, the game just continues, and you can just go there. Or if you start a new file, there's a progression of, of story events that leads you to being able to do it, whatever you want to do. So, yeah. like, for me, but the New Age stuff is, like, expansion packs don't really exist anymore. That's been kind of just turned into, it is DLC or it's a season pass where yep. you are getting pre-planned content releases that you pay for, that you can pay for up front if you want when you first buy the base game, which is yeah. like, you know, you're pre-ordering the game, plus you're pre-ordering supposed seasonal content that's going to be six, nine months after the game launches, etc. Sorry to interrupt, but don't you find it kind of shit? And this, maybe this is just me, and maybe mm. other people agree, but don't you think it's kind of shit that you, you release this DLC and there are hundreds of thousands, potentially millions of people <laughs> that experience the game far differently than you did because you didn't pay. So it's like, it's like um, Mm. the way, like, like an expansion pack, for example, like Brood War, that changed the fundamentals of the game. And, and it's a competitive game. So, you know, it's just one of those things that you just, it's, it's, it's almost like buying an expansion for Minecraft. And it's like, Hey, you, you, you want to buy this thing for Minecraft. Now you can do this, these completely different things. And it's, 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 it's an integral part of the game. Whether you, you start in the beginning or you're adding on to a, a profile that you've had put thousands of hours mm-hmm, into. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I I think it's 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 shit that you're you're almost you are forced to pay extra money 
to experience a game that you've already paid for in full that everybody universally has the same playing experience. Mm. People may do different things within the game, but for the most part, there's a story. You go through the story. Everybody gets the story. Well, if you're going to add more shit to the end and you got to pay for it, it kind of feels like you're getting duped or you're missing out on some of the story because you didn't want to pay or you've already beat the game and you've checked out mentally. You're like, I'm done. Like I've completed that. It's over. Yeah. So I, first of all, I want to, before I keep, uh, before I forget to Josh, thank you for that $2 uh, super chat there a couple minutes ago. Now, bless you. So I, yeah. So, so in today's gaming landscape for DLC in regards to what you're talking about, I think it's pretty uniformly shit if because of how it's handled, how it's released. Uh, usually, not every mm-hmm. game does it this way or not no. every developer does it this way. However, it's it's conceptually somebody you know, like let's say um uh you you know you you put out like um I'm not, I, I'm just going to use this as an example whether it's accurate or not just for the sake of the of the example. But let's say it's Horizon Forbidden West. Yep. And Horizon Forbidden West comes out, and that's a pretty that's a complete story experience from front to back. It's not necessarily, um, you know, something that's so open ended like an Elder Scrolls title or something where you know yeah. you you know you just you can't just tack something onto the end and have it not fundamentally like dramatically change the experience of the of the base game uh, from a story perspective. And then at launch or even before launch, sometimes the company will will come out and say, okay, so the game comes out here, and then yeah, in six horrible. months, here's more, that's and then another horrible. six, there's more after that. And even though, like, let's say that it's not, let's, let's, let's take out the fact that, that maybe there's always going to be bad actors where they're trying to milk you for your money, no doubt about that. But let's just say that it's not even about milking your money from the standpoint that they aren't withholding shit from the launch day game mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. game development takes a lot of time. You know, it's shit. You know, they might have something like, you know, two thirds baked that will be That's ready right. in six to nine months. But for, but from an optics perspective for the yeah. gamers sitting at home, for some people are going to look at that and they go, why isn't that shit just correct in the, in game? the game? Why are you stretching it out and making me pay $30 more for yes. that stuff? Yes. So that stuff feel even if it's not intentionally scummy, it feels scummy. It feels scummy because yes. of how it looks optically. And on top of that, it's in the midst of all of the you know the the current uh, you know economic fields of of video gaming where it's just everything's a battle pass. They've got yep. shit, dude. Modern Warfare is selling uh, 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 selling the original sound of one of the sniper rifles in, in, in Modern Warfare, like three or some shit. It's going to be in the Battle Pass or some shit like that. It's like a p- actual real money. You want it to sound like the original sniper from back when you were fucking 13 years old, and you can pay for it. That's where we're at That's for crazy. selling that shit. And they'll so, make millions. They'll, oh, they'll make sell millions. It. I'll sell it. They'll, they'll sell, sell it, bro. They'll sell it. They'll sell the fuck out and, of it. And so to a degree, consumers clearly kind of part of the problem here. That being 100%. said, do, do I agree with you? Most of the time, yes. Back in the day, I didn't really mind that much because when somebody, when a game came out with new content, like a, like a StarCraft or a Morrowind or Oblivion or, or what have you, the expansion packs, I never had, because they almost never directly impacted this the campaign Correct. of the game that i played Correct. it was always something that was like 
after the game, yes. after the fact, or it was a prequel. It was yes. an additive piece. And I could look at it and I could say, did I like this game enough yes. to want to know more about what happened after or more about what happened before? But whenever it was something that added something that was like to the up in the game. middle, yes, and then then to answer your question, you feel, about, you, feel you feel left out, and it's hard yeah. it's hard not to. And these days, there's like a pipeline for this shit. So they'll they'll release the base game, tell you about two fucking releases. Both of them will be on a season pass, of which you can pay an extra seventy dollars for thirty five bucks piece. And then yep. after that series has all been done, whether they've actually ever won an award or not, it will be the game of the year edition, which includes the fucking three you know the the full three experience whatever then that's put back out for full price yet a fucking again and then if you're really lucky and you're like the last of us and you can sell that game every three and a half months in perpetuity you re-release it and sell it again as a remaster three more times and so there's this fucking like hot potato uh fucking timeline of like back and forth to the consumer and developer and that's Mm -hmm. that's that doesn't feel so fucking good in final fantasy 16's case i know that's where we jumped off this platform this stuff is unlikely although i don't know but i can't imagine uh, how any of this would necessarily make somebody for example feel left out i have a sneaking suspicion I don't know if he's talked about it, but I have a sneaking suspicion that a lot of it will likely involve either a some more stuff from before. It's if we're if you I don't know how, but they could technically do stuff after from a story perspective, but it might be something like fleshing like a out side perhaps or some shit yeah, or fucking, yeah like or giving you more more on us on one of the side characters or more for the relationship between clive and jill something like that or it could be adding just a bunch more hunts because there's a hunt board in the game for like uh, you know like the high tier monsters and shit like that stuff like that like i could see that being the case now it's entirely possible that they do add something that would fall into the category of oh i should have just waited until this came over to whatever I will say this. Do I think that Yoshi P was the guy sitting there going, we're going to wait until this comes out and then just drop no. this shit and fuck them up? No, they literally came out in the very beginning and said, we actually have zero plans. This is, they came to us and said, we're just supposed to create a game from front to back. And you can tell when you play it, there is not a lot of places throughout the game where you could point at it and go, that's a fucking avenue for DLC. It's not like Final Fantasy 15 where you literally had, like famously, I harp on it all the time, the three side characters individually, you know, Gladiolus, Prompto, and, and Ignis, individually, one at a time in the story, peace out, mm. with zero context, and then come back, and the main character was like, hey, where did you go? And they say, don't fucking worry about it. And then you go like, oh, that's going to be DLC. And they literally, three different DLCs for each one of those segments. So it was like, there's no obvious shit like that. So I think this is literally... Final Fantasy 16 came out. Final Fantasy 16 did fucking gangbusters. Internally, right. Square said, make some shit, see what happens. Right. No. And so, but yes, I do agree with you. It is often, especially these days, a fucking scummy endeavor. It's very rarely something that isn't, you know, from that kind of a, like, just a milking the shit out of it place. Uh, and, uh, and I do miss the days of expansion packs. We don't even call them expansion packs anymore no, because don't. they don't exist, really. They don't exist. Because expansion old. packs were like three quarters of a base game. You don't yes. really get that, you know, anymore. You, you just get like, maybe like it's, it's one quarter of the base game. So you, if you call it an expansion pack, you probably get shot. But nevertheless, yeah. Final Fantasy 16, getting some content. 
at some point, and we don't even know what it is. I'll let you know. We'll let you know when we know, and and we'll say whether or not they're being assholes. They're probably not, but we'll we'll let you know. Uh, I can attest to this. I don't even know what the rest of this note is because I wrote it this morning and I, I was half asleep when I wrote it. I can attest to this, but Baldur's Gate three party members. Oh yes, right, this one. Way too thirsty. Oh my god, there's never been a more horny cast of fucking video game characters in the history of video games. It's insane. Yeah, and apparently, that wasn't intentional. Apparently, that's a bug. And so, Larian is in the middle of actually fixing this bug. And so, what do I mean by that? Well, obviously, there are many characters within Baldur's Gate which you can romance and fuck, because it's D&D, and you can, if it breathes, you can fuck it. And so, they're, uh, they were, unfortunately, the sliders in the background for this game on some of these characters, and by some, I mean damn near all of them, Way maxed out. 11 on the fucking horny scale. You don't even have to look in their general direction. And they are propositioning you for a good night and a fucking good morning, if you know what I mean. Every fucking one of them in my playthrough, without, like, without question, there was one character, his name's Gale. I hadn't talked to him at camp yet, really. The first conversation... He's trying to fuck me. I said, what are you doing? I already haven't even talked to you for three seconds. You're already out here trying to get down and fucking dirty. And so that happened again and again and again and again and again for like damn near every character. And so as it turns out, yeah, not supposed to be that horny. So they're working on it. A lot of people are a little torn about it because on one hand, a lot of people are also thirsty out there, Mr. Black. Uh, I would imagine that the majority of people that play <laughs> Boulder's Gate <laughs> probably are thirsty. And so they're if like, just leave it. It's fine. They're like, why? Like, and then when, when they said they're fixing it, doesn't mean they're going to stop you from being able to romance all these characters. It just means that the romance part is happening way faster than it's supposed to. Like fucking within the first two meetings with these people, the one and done. And so uh, that's not supposed to happen. Uh, you know what? They're going to fix it. You know what? The first thing's going to happen. Somebody's going to mod it back to normal. Oh, 100%. <laughs> or they're going to jack or it up even more. They'll just dial it to 15 instead of 12. Like, theoretically, you can take everyone's clothes off, and it's just everyone's just naked with dicks and tits hanging out. And so, like, every every interaction in this game could be made comedic just by doing that. But, like, you add on the fact that everyone's just super thirsty. That's kind of funny. But nevertheless, yeah, they're they're working on, uh, they're working on, on a patch for that. Uh, next up, Starfield. It's a game that, despite a slow news week, we can at least uh, mention a little bit about it, since it is new, and it is a big game. Uh, it's officially out now. It's no longer in the early access, and so uh, they hit an all-new, all-platform peak of one million concurrent players. Uh, that was announced, I think, even by, uh, I think it was announced by Bethesda themselves uh, here in the last couple days. I think it was the first day. It was like the first day at launch. They peaked at 1 million concurrent across uh, across all available platforms, which would be, you know, Xbox, both Game Pass and not. And uh, and Steam and the Microsoft Store would be like the would be the places that you could actually get your hands on that. And so they hit uh, they hit a million, which would tell you that. It's, as far as concurrent players are concerned, there's somewhere in the neighborhood of 600 to 750,000 of the million were on the Xbox side and the rest on Steam. And so. <clears throat> That's it. Uh, and that coincides with another little factoid I have here, which was that Xbox sales increased by 1,000% for Star, uh, Starfield's release on Amazon specifically, uh, as this data was, was pulled for Amazon, uh, which, as I jokingly have here, that means they probably sold 1,000 consoles. So congratulations to Xbox for that 1,000-fold increase <laughs> on the sales. 
Uh, but that's what, you know, <clears throat> that's what Xbox needed something like this. They need, they needed to be able to say, we have a thousand percent console sale increase off of Starfield so that the investors are like, oh good, this Bethesda buyout or the Zenimax was a good, we, we did, we did well here. Good job, everyone. Pat each other on the back. Uh, and, uh, and, but, you know, it also coincidentally contradicts to a degree that, that statement that we kind of harped on Phil Spencer for making that the, that, you know, uh, uh, catching up with Sony in terms of console sales was not going to come off of the back of good games. Here we are, Phil, one down, several more to go, and you can maybe also, you know, pull it off. Uh, but yeah, there you go. So and now with that being said, there was some other random bits, uh, in typical Bethesda style, as I mentioned earlier, uh, uh, you know, and why I'm looking forward to playing it myself. The game is either giving people a religious experience or they hate it. It's Bethesda. It's kind of what they do best. Uh, it's a religious experience or fuck yourself. And so, uh, with that being said, David Jaffe, for example, who is the creator of the earlier God of War games and a game developer, obviously, and writer, uh, himself, said that it's in his, after having completed it, it's in his top three games of all time, which is, mm. it's a steep statement for somebody of his, uh, uh, of his uh, position. And also he said it's the best single player game that he's ever played outright, which is a large statement to, uh, to make, to say the least, especially somebody who made the original God of War title. So, uh, that definitely, you know, that's an interesting, uh, uh, you know, kind of a, a situation, but there's also lots of people that, as you would expect, are just poking every hole possible in the game. Uh, and there are holes to poke. No doubt about it. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it is definitely a very divisive game. On the other end of the, uh, the spectrum, the exploratory side of, uh, of Starfield is not quite scratching the itch for lots of people, which seemingly has pushed some new blood into No Man's Sky. You look at the Steam charts alongside the release of the new expansion, uh, a little bit of an uptick. And uh, a lot of the going, uh, the going explanation for that right now that people are coming up with, and it makes a lot of sense to me, is that uh, there's a f- decent crossover between people playing Starfield and then uh, either having played No Man's Sky before, but then going back to it because they, you know, Starfield had the, you know reminded them hearts about No Man's Sky that they were interested in, and they went back and tried it again or play, been playing it again, or people that hadn't played No Man's Sky before but had been hearing the comparisons between. Uh, the two games and have decided to go and check it out. And of course, coincidentally, and I would be shocked if by accident, uh, there was the new expansion that just dropped for No Man's Sky not long ago. And so it was a good double hit for, uh, for No Man's Sky. And, and once again, been, uh, been doing well for the, uh, the player counts and whatnot. Uh, and so I'll, I'll be keeping my eye on that. I'm going to see if that continues or that trend continues as we go on, uh, because you know, the, obviously the story and the, the characters and all that stuff, no Man's Sky doesn't have any of that because it's a very community-driven online game. That the, ex- the the exploratory side is heavily in No Man's Sky's favor, and so I'll be interested to see how many people, you know, get a lot out of uh, out of this uh, Bethesda title, but then go fuck me, I want to go exploring, and then and then pick up uh, something like No Man's Sky. Uh oh, and the last thing I have here, mods. There's 600 of them already. It is a Bethesda game. But 600 mods already for this bitch. It's barely been out like 10 days, uh, both in, pre-or- in, in pre-release and otherwise. There's 600 mods. I'm sure many of them are nude. However, there's one here in particular that, uh, that's a standout that lots of people might want to know about if you are playing it on the PC. Um, although, 
you know, it's, it's, there's two of these, and you're gonna want one of them, not so much the other. One of these mods is for NVIDIA's DLSS 3, which is basically their upscaling feature. Uh, the reason why it's not in the game by default is because they partnered with AMD, and so they have AMD's version of DLSS shipped with the game, and eventually DLSS will make its way uh, to Starfield, but it's not there yet. And unfortunately, typically, NVIDIA's is better. It provides better performance increases and better visuals overall for those performance increases. And so people went ahead and, and have been modding this into the game. Two primarily at the forefront. One for free dollars and free cents, and the other for paid He's got a Patreon, Mr. Black, just like we do. Patreon.com slash lag TV. Mmm, nice plug. I know. I was waiting for the moment to come. I like that. Nailed it. Home run. But yeah, the deal, he's he's got people paying, it's like $5 a month or some shit. Uh, But you're paying for NVIDIA's DLLs at that point, which is kind of fucking weird. Uh, and why you should probably just use the free version. Although, ironically, uh, since this paid-for version has DRM on it, it's been cracked. So we've officially reached the part of the future, Mr. Black, where Patreon paid-for mods for games have DRM that's getting cracked, which is just a weird fucking, like, concept. But here we are, we're in the future, uh, and that's happening. Now, that being said, for some people... They are getting way better performance. If you have a 4000 series uh, and video card, some people are getting like 30% more frames out of DLSS 3 than what's in the game by default, which is good because this game's frame rate does not get very high, even if your computer could theoretically launch your entire home into space. So just a heads up on that one. Don't expect to be running this bitch at 120 FPS. I wouldn't even expect to be hitting 60 for a lot of people. You, you must well just be dead set on 30 FPS, somewhere in there. Uh, and if you really, you know, if you really know what you're doing, you got a decent PC, you could probably irk a, a good solid 60, but it's going to take some work. Just a fucking heads up on that one. But nevertheless, there you have it. And that's all for Starfield. And now, Mr. Black. Something that might be interesting for you. GTA 6. Huh. Oh. Huh. GTA 6 possible release date coming up, Mr. Black. In October, it is rumored that they will be announcing the release date for GTA 6 and that it is set for some time in late 2024. So it could be a lot closer than a lot of people once thought. You know, some people were thinking GTA 6, Motherfucker, they're making $60 billion a day on GTA 5. Why would they ever make GTA 6? That shit's not going to happen for a fucking million years. Well, as it turns out, it could very well be next year, and we might be finding out about that from uh, from the mouth of uh, Rockstar themselves in October. And so we will now patiently wait. It's not that far away. This rumor is either going to live or die inside the next four weeks. So it won't be that much of a wait to find out. Or four, four, four to six weeks, anyway. And we'll see if it's happening. And if so... That's going to be big. Uh, they also, there was a weird, crazy rumor that GTA 6 could cost 149 US dollars. Well, apparently it cost them $2 billion to make See, this now, game into I refuse it. to believe that's, there's no shot, because that would tell you that they've made, they spent like a billion on the base game and then they're going to spend a billion on marketing. Like, it's usually, it's, 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 do we really think they spent, because like the biggest video game spend, like in general was like 500 mil and that was a 10 year plan for a game. I believe it. I believe it. You think it was a $2 billion game? 
I believe it. Man. It's I I think it'll be I think it'll be at least 1.5 billion all said and done. Do you know the expectations for a game that they come out and say we spent 2 billion? Do you know the expectate this game better literally do fucking everything. Well, the I think the reason why it costs so much, I mean obviously the game is supposed to be fucking massive. But think about it. You've got to make the game and you know they've been making this game for I mean, it's it's it. They have to have been working on this for damn near a decade at this point. <laughs> like, you know, even even if it's like just early conceptually, like you know, it's probably it's, been it's, like ten years. Yeah, it's probably yeah. been about ten years, right? And probably super heavy for the last five. Yeah. So, you know, you've got you've got all the development stuff. Um. Then you've got uh licensing, like the licensing is probably fucking expensive and i think it's probably really expensive because they just went out and bought uh cfx which basically runs um the 5m servers yeah yeah. it's like and you know they what i think what i think that's going to happen is all of the gta online servers rp servers all that stuff is going to be policed by them so i think they're doing this because licensing issues Mm-hmm. Um, and they want control. So they want to be able to just say, nope, your server, no good. Nope, your server, no good. Oh, you got this on your server? Nope, no good. And I also believe that there'll be a monthly fee or a pass that you will have to buy into, and perhaps this one hundred and forty nine ninety nine version is... Inclusive the, of that? Inclusive of that. And I still, I believe that the base game will probably still cost 100 bucks. But if you want the full blown, you know, you get everything online access. I think, I think that it will be one hundred and forty nine ninety nine, and I think this game, like, think about it, music licensing, like all the stuff, and that been the amount of people that play this fucking game. Like, you know, every artist, every car manufacturer, every single thing that somebody although, does. Although they've skirted car manufacturers for a long time by just making cars Not up making correct yeah, yeah but who knows i mean they might, <laughs> maybe this they is might, the one where they stop doing that yeah they could they could legitimately have you know there might be a brand like mercedes or porsche or you know audi or somebody that wants to be in the game a game that is you know who knows right i don't i don't know um you know wonder if tesla just you know is all over this thing <laughs> who fucking knows right um yeah. So, you know, you got that, then you got your voice actors, you've got, you know, you've got so much shit going on in this game, and look at how long GTA uh, 5, like, GTA 5 release. What was that, 2011? 2013. 2013. 2013. So, we're talking 10 years of shelf life. I would not be surprised. And... The amount of, of billions of dollars that this game makes. Oh my god! Like GTA dude. Five. Think about it. You do a two billion. It's a big. It's that's huge. But and then you got to advertise this thing, right? So like oh, advertisements yeah. gonna be nuts. Oh Like yeah. the 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 amount, hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars in advertisement, and you know they're gonna get big celebrities involved. You they're gonna get they're gonna it's gonna be all over the place. It would not surprise me if there ain't if there wasn't a two billion dollar price tag. Because they're making billions of dollars a year off GTA Five, still, still. I mean, 
Who Listen, knows? We'll see. G- I GTA also 5 don't sold think- 185 million copies. So just think about that, Adam. So right? it's in the top, I think that puts it in the top, top 10 to top 5. Yeah. Because Tetris, just- Tetris is 520 million, which is just yeah. fucking insane. And then Minecraft is 238 million. Oh, it might be number three at one at, at that 185. Yeah, but we're not even talking about the DLCs. Oh no, but that just gives you an idea of just how GTA, many people the GTA Online stuff. Like, I mean, bro, they print so for two billion dollars. Yeah, when they could be making in a ten year period, this is going to sound ludicrous, but they could quite literally make a hundred billion dollars off a game <laughs> in ten years. Like, I, it's, it's, it's kind of nuts to even think about. But, like, dude, at $150 per game, and, you're, and you sell even half of what, the, of what GTA V has sold, bruh, it's money. It's print. It's print. And then you, you're going to buy CFX? I, it wouldn't surprise me. I don't think uh, this game will release next year. I don't. I don't. I think you'll get an announcement, but I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong. Who knows, right? I mean, the leaks that we've been seeing, it does not look like a finished game. Like, it just doesn't. It looks impressive, but I don't I don't know. Maybe it is coming, and they've just been super tight, closed mouth about it, and they're like, hey, fucking Christmas time of 2024, this shit's dropping like it's hot. I mean, god damn. It's over. Like, I mean, I think, be, well, the, the the show. It, it sounds right because this will have been like the the 10th full year. Of, but how do they walk GTA away 5? from the printing of money that they have right now with GTA five to then just release GTA six? But the shareholders, I mean, it, the pressure yeah, might be on. At some point, might be you like, have yeah. to, right? Yeah. Because yeah. they don't produce other games anymore. It's no. just Grand Theft Auto, really. That's it. And so, they've kind of just given up on Red Dead. Like they did the Red Dead thing, and well, they okay, well they it, did, and well. At, they you know they they you know there's a cadence to it. It's almost like Bethesda with start with with um start with uh, Fallout and Elder Scrolls, right? They had you know, yeah. you'd get one, and then you'd get the other, yes. and then you'd get one, and then you'd get the other, and so you know, and and Rockstar as a company is big enough now that you could theoretically. Not at full production, but you could partial and full production two games easily. You know, two major titles like that. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, do I think it's $2 billion? I don't think it was $2 billion. I, th- I could well, foresee... Well, I think it's a billion. I think it's going to be a billion or a bit more than a billion, but the, it's the advertisement, right? Yeah. It's, it's the ads. The ads is what's going to cost it, like, double its production almost. I, th- I think we'll hear a $1 to $1.25 billion total number. I think mm, it's a including I think advertisement. Yeah, so I think it's a seven hundred. I think it's a seven hundred and fifty to a to a one billion dollar base, and then you're looking at anywhere from two hundred and fifty to five hundred million in advertisement allotment. I don't okay. think I don't think even Rockstar can sit back and look at it for, and look at the balance sheet and go, "We can take a risk on a two billion dollar spend." I don't even it's think Rockstar, they can. Bro. I know it's it Rock- is. I know it is, but but you don't print. even see you don't even see companies that print more money than Rockstar take that kind of a leap of faith. 
And so, I don't know. Is it impossible? No, of course not. Could they make $2 billion back? Absolutely. Are they going Good. to? 100%. Oh, they're going to, yeah, But they yeah. still have to convince, they still have to convince some people that are putting the money in and the, and some shareholders going, all right, we're going to spend $2 billion on one game. But is, saying, it, is, it, is that going to be hard to convince when you go look at what we've done? Look at this. Bro, two billion, you're gonna make you're gonna you're gonna get a multiple on multiples on multiples of this investment. And not only that, think about think about it. If they come out and they say, guys, we have spent one point two billion dollars on this game. You guys got ten years of Grand Theft Auto five, you're about to get fifteen with Grand Theft Auto six. It's three times, four or five times the size of Grand Theft Auto five. The engine, everything is groundbreaking. You're about to lose yourself in this game. It's $149.99 to go out and buy all this shit. You're going to get passes on passes. All DLC is going to come with, with that shit. Or if you just like playing the campaign, it's going to be 100 bucks. Enjoy the campaign. Have, your, have yourself a wonderful time. I can see these guys coming out just for the headlines. Most expensive game ever made. Oh, it will be the that. Biggest I'm, experience I'm, positive, has, yeah, yeah. I'm positive it will be the most expensive game ever made. No doubt. I, without question. And I think we are entering the, the age of the billion-dollar video game at the AAA yeah. end, yeah. or the quadruple-A if you want to go to the Microsoft meme. We're not, uh, we're not doing that. <laughs> There'll never be yeah. a quadruple-A game in my life, all right? Yeah. It doesn't exist. Yeah, Starfield was probably supposed to be a quadruple-A game. But, so, okay. I, don't think, I don't think they said that. But, uh, okay, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah, no. Perfect Dark is supposed to be, and that game is dying in development right now. Yeah. Um, so... Well, I was going to say, yeah, so I do believe, it, I, I agree in that, and I believe it will wholeheartedly, it will be the most expensive game to, the, to that point ever made. I, I think that will be the case. And I think they will advertise the fact that it's yeah. the most money ever spent on a game. Um, you really need to make sure that you're going to fucking hit a home run if you're going to tell everyone that it's the most money ever spent on a game. Because it's going to be just, a home run, bro. It's because, Rockstar. Because back, back, oh, I know, but like back when, back when Destiny was announced and they announced the $500 million 10-year plan, the amount of expectations... Oh, placed yeah, on that game were fucking in, insane and you know as but good, half a as, billion as, then is like the equivalent of three quarters of a billion now so yeah you so know, it's, it's not all, it's not it's not, know, it's, it's, not, not a, it's not a stretch and i think i think we're i think we are entering the age of the of the billion dollar triple a game now how many games or how many intellectual property you know type situations out there exist that can carry or shoulder a billion dollar production not many less than five Yes, yeah, so <laughs> so, I was gonna say. I was gonna say maybe three. Yeah, maybe. like just to put it in perspective of how much that, the, how many games they sold, and then not including the fact they have all that online revenue to be able to justify that kind of expenditure. I mean, Skyrim has sold sixty million as of sometime this year, and Skyrim has been also re-released a hundred bajillion times and repurchased by like how many millions of, of, of people over and over and over again. And sixty million—that's nothing to sneeze at. That's a lot of fucking video games sold. Sixty million copies. Now, that being said. If there was going to be another uh, another IP that I could sit down and say this will join the billion dollar club, it's Elder Scrolls. Yep, that could sp- they could spend a billion dollars on uh, on Elder Scrolls Six, and I'd believe them. And and they could probably do you know spend that money, and it would be money well spent. But they'd never make the money back that Rockstar would. So when no. you say two billion dollars is a possibility, I believe it. I just don't. 
I, it's just so just far past. It. It's so big. Yeah, it's huge. To it's go from five hundred million as the benchmark straight to two billion dollars is mm. such a fucking like astronomic leap that just like can I believe it? And when they make the money, absolutely, of course they're gonna wipe their ass with two billion dollars inside the first fucking calendar year. But like, it's just such a crazy number to fucking think about. And it'll be fun to see how how it pans out. I'm just interested in the game. Period. How do you? What do you do? Post GTA Five. That's the sentence. What the fuck do you do after GTA 5? How much, like, you don't want it, like, it's kind of like the conversation we've had before. You can only get the scope to be so big before it's too much. Mm. Like, and then, it, and then it's, and then it's, all right, the game is huge, but does it have a lot of depth? Well, you know, would you rather have something a bit smaller that has a lot more to do and a lot more, go, and the quality is higher? Or do you want to go in and it's like, all right, we literally one-to-one scale mapped, like, the entire fucking, like, continent of North America, and GTA 6 happens across the whole fucking thing, Delaware included, and you're like, woo, that sounds fucking awesome. Then you go in there, and there's, like, nothing to do anywhere. Like, it looks really pretty, but there's nothing to do. Like, is that what we're going to get? Or is it going to be kind of like a, you know, are they going to be able to restrain themselves and say, okay, we get a lot of money, we're going to make lots of money, but let's just make sure that this shit's fucking, you know, rock star quality, right? And how big we'll can a rock star game get? We will see. I mean, the reveal. Man. That's why this is why I don't think the game's coming out next year is because there's no reveal. There's nothing. We've got a fucking title screen. That is pretty much it. We got a PNG. So I mean, <laughs> it would be it would be it would be literally mind blowing if they're like, bro, this game comes out in November of 2024. Get get your fucking get your shit ready and throughout the year that we're going to be showing off this game to hype you up like that. That'll, that'll blow me away. I'd be like, whoa, okay, I'm in. Let's do it. Okay. Crazy. We'll see. Crazy. We'll see. Dude, GTA five's map is already huge. It got like, if Massive. it gets bigger than that, I don't even like how the fuck, like, what do you, and we're and supposed to be going back to vice heart, city. Which is crazy. Right? Yeah. Cause you <laughs> play like 10 hours a fucking day for yeah, like two years now. Thousands of hours. Like, and I know where everything is. Uh, uh, Cleveland was like that. Crimp was like that with San Andreas when we were growing up, and I never mm. understood how he had the entire map memorized. Be like some some fucking obscure behind a restaurant in the corner of the fuck, like some random place. You'd be like, oh, I know exactly where to go. Doesn't even open up the map. Just gets yep, in the car and drives there. there. Yep. Uh, not me. I can't even do that in real life in my own city, let alone in a fucking video game. But yeah, we'll wait and see. It's not long. It's like nope. I said, four to six weeks. We'll find out. Uh, and lastly, Mr. Black, uh, before we move on to the zero news in movies and TV, uh, the Switch 2 was apparently demoed behind closed doors to developers at Gamescom this year. We're just finding out about this here, like, basically today. Uh, using Breath of the Wild is, is what people are saying was being used as a tech demo so that people could see the performance difference between the Switch 1 and the Switch 2. Uh, the console is expected to also, much like GTA 6, likely launch in 2024. Uh, now I can, I think when I originally tried to call a Switch 2, I said 2023 and I got fucked on, so these assholes are going to do 2024 probably. The fact that they, I mean, the reality is they were selling so many consoles, there's zero reason for them to, to move on to another one. And I think it's, I think that that Tears of the Kingdom is a really good example of that even Nintendo knows, and they would have known because they're the ones making that game in-house, that the Switch is done. There is nothing left to wring out of the performance of that Tegra chip from fucking 40 years ago. There is nothing left. It is dried up. You cannot get blood from a stone. 
and that stone's been ground into a fucking pulp at this point. And so mm. I think even Nintendo said, all right, we have, you know, even for us, we got to do something else. We got to move on. We got we to update this shit. Now, it's a, dev, it's a dev console, which means it probably doesn't have any, any specific form factor at this point. It could literally be looking like a fucking PC. Uh, like many dev, cons- uh, dev consoles or dev kits, just or just a nondescript fucking box with the parts inside of it. Uh, and so we don't know. I mean, is it, is it likely that it's going to move very far away from the Switch form factor? It's, that's fucking unlikely. The Switch form factor is basically their unicorn. It's the, it's the, the Catalina wine mixer. It's the combination of the on-the-go and the at-home. So I, I don't know. It would shock me if they moved away from that. With that being said... Uh, it would, it's definitely time for a Switch 2. They've done their OLED run of the Switch 1. They're getting the Mario edition of the Switch out right now. So they're yeah. doing their, like, they're doing their, their flavor switches. They're getting rid of their stock. Yeah. Clearly. And now we're getting ready for, I think, the next one. And, and so it wouldn't shock me if indeed next year we get the Switch 2 in whatever that, that, I you have know, the original we'll Switch. With. So, like, I'm ready to, I'm ready to get the next Switch. And then my me son too. can just take the original and just yes. fucking beat it up. Do whatever it is. So here's a question. I have this in the notes, Mr. Black. We'll see what your your thoughts are on this or what your predictions are. So because the Switch as a form factor is clearly a fucking home run, obviously, and they are unlikely to move away from that. So moving under the assumption that they're going to stick with a similar form factor to the current Switch as it stands. Do you think that they still use the same memory card format? And if so, do you think that the Switch 2 will be the first real Nintendo console that has any form of backwards compatibility with its previous console? Or do you think that they're going to continue to do the Nintendo thing where they will change everything so that they will resell the most popular titles like Breath of the Wild, which will 100% be resold on this console in a remastered form, for full price? Yeah. Uh, No, I think it'll be backwards compatible i think the next nintendo switch you'll be able to play the original nintendo switch games on the nintendo switch 2 um i think it's going to be better performing uh i think they're going to keep the oled stuff i think it'll be just a better battery life uh better frames you know just better just better everything i think maybe even the controllers stuff like that is just gonna everything's gonna last longer uh maybe a little bit of a different style and look um but I, I'm with you. Yeah. I think that they will they will say that you're going to get a better performance with the new the new switch for previous games. I don't think like I think they'll use the old games. Like, hey, you already own a bunch of these games. Well, now experience them in the the new Nintendo Switch. Um. That's what I think. I mean, I could be wrong and they could just go full Nintendo and just be like, hey, this only works on a Nintendo Switch 2, so get fucked. Um, I'll even go as far as saying I think everything will be backwards compatible. I think the controllers you'll be able to plug in. I think you're gonna I think they're gonna go full gusto and they're gonna they're gonna wow everybody. And uh yeah, I think I think that's what's going to happen. I think they're in it wow. to sell more more consoles. I think Nintendo is going to still do Nintendo shit, but they're not going to go full balls deep. 
It'll be very interesting, and that's very true. I did forget. I did forget because I'm getting old, and it's been a long time. But the Wii technically was uh, to. I can't remember if it was all games or what, but it was. It was the vast backwards majority. compatible yep. with GameCube games. I did. I did yep. forget that they that the they had that. The vast majority of them were not all of them. <coughs> but, yeah, but a lot of them. The vast Same majority. with the Wii U. Same with the yeah. Wii U. Right. You could put uh, a lot of Wii games into the Wii U. Um, yeah. So I think that's. I think plus not only that, Adam. They just released, I wouldn't say just, but they, mm. you know, they just came out with the OLED, like yeah. not a super long time ago. So, so for them to, to then go, okay, all of that shit is null and void. Like it's, it's, you're your own thing. I think it'd be, I think that would be a, a shitty thing for them to do. And mm. I think it's short-sighted. Yeah. Personally. Oh well, yeah, and I, and then you have to wonder if they're going to take the current, you know, and because uh, it's going to go into twenty twenty four anyway, and and probably twenty twenty five. The economic climate where everything's very expensive, and yep. families are not looking to you know spend as much money on entertainment. Uh, the entire entertainment industry is finding out about that right now. It's been a very mm-hmm. you know uh, uh, different time for many platforms, streaming platforms, etc. Where perhaps they do look at it and say, okay, so let's, you know, we, we allow full backwards or as much as possible full backwards compatibility. Find, they, they're going, it's Nintendo, they're going to find a way to sell you old games at full price again for the new, like, I don't know how they're going to do it. They will find a way. If they did that shit with Donkey Kong Tropical fucking goddamn freeze, they are going to find a way. I think they will do it for specific titles, but I like like mm. a Mario Kart 8, a Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. Um, you know, yes, no, I don't think it'd be like the like, whole catalog. It's not going to be it'd the be, whole catalog. Yes, no, it'll specific be very ones. specific things. Yeah. Experience this on the new, you know, just a better performance overall. It'll come with different content or something to justify buying yes. it new. Yes. Uh, or something like that. Yeah. I, I but think, I think that's it's the case. smart because like there are people like me and probably millions of other people mm. that haven't bought Breath of the Wild 2 that haven't bought yeah. some of these bigger titles. And then when you go out and get a new system, you want to play the newest, hottest stuff. And if and they you have a, a catalog version, right off the rip, there you go. Right. So now do we'll I see. think the controllers will be backwards compatible? That would be crazy. I, you know, would it be dope? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I think it's I, I think it's going to be a lot of interchangeable stuff. I think it they're going to they're going to go all out, bro. It, it could do. be like it could be that you can still use those old controllers, but then they're going to make the the console comes with they're never going to sell you just the core with no controllers. Like that's never no, going to happen. No, of course not. But the new one and the new one will have controllers that have like, you know, better rumble, longer battery life, whatever the fuck. Yes. But they'll probably say you can you know, you know, buy the new console. It got an old Switch. Well, now you can play with four players because you've got four controllers and you know, whatever, like you know, that kind of deal. Um, yep. Use your Pro controller from the Switch on yes. the Switch too. Yeah, uh, things like that, which would be good because those that Pro controller was like ninety fucking dollars, and so it'd be it would be good for them to do that. So yeah, it's I'm super intrigued with what Nintendo does with this next one. What do they target for performance? What is it that they're shooting for for performance in terms of like, you know, obviously anything will be an upgrade from the Switch. Literally anything. Yes. My cell phone is an update from the Switch. I was literally about to say, this thing runs better than the fucking Switch. Exactly. I'm not even joking. 100%. Like, not, I'm not joking. Yeah. I play Minecraft. My son has Minecraft. <laughs> Minecraft on the fucking phone runs better than the damn than than the the Nintendo than the Switch yeah so that's yeah. that's that's a given so like whatever it is going to be an upgrade but like the interesting is how much now they're not going to shoot for 4K that's never going to happen 
I just want Nintendo games to be 1080p, 60, 60 FPS. You're getting that. And just You're leave it that. there. Leave You're it there. That. If it's anything less, this is a fail. This is a fail. It's but, a well, failure. it's entirely possible that they do what the current consoles like the PlayStation 5 and Xbox do, where they'll get, you get, in the first two years, you get some titles that will do like the, the 4K 60 checkerbox shit, but then the new games with the newer engines and shit, they go, all right, we're just going to target 4K 30 and give you more fidelity, right? And so Nintendo could do the thing where they go, oh, well, we're just going to give you the best visual quality and just target 30 because nobody gave a shit about that with, uh, you know, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, and it ran at like 4 FPS. So fuck, here, here it is at 20. But if they do, like, I I want them to just say, dude, I'll be so erect if they come out and say, all games are being targeted 1080, 60 flat. Give me that. Give me, I'm sold. I'm sold. I mean, that's all I need, Mr. Just Black. Give me that. Just give me that right there. 1080. Fuck the 4K. I'm playing on a little. I like. I don't care. 60 frames and for Nintendo games specifically. I yes. don't need 4K. I'm not. No. No. So we'll see. We'll see. We will. Good luck. We will. Uh, but it does seem that that's not. That that doesn't seem much like a rumor. That's just they had their hands on a dev uh, dev console at. Or, go, or not had their hands on it, but they got a demo. Devs got a demo shown to them uh, with the dev, uh, the dev console at, uh, at Gamescom. So uh, we'll wait and see when more info for that rolls through. Now, Mr. Black, we don't have a segment two to roll into, but we always have a cello to roll into. Mr. Black, mm. sell us out for Patreon.com slash lag TV. Head on over there. Uh, we are $300 away from Nova War says. I feel like I've been saying that for three weeks and because <laughs> I have. Because it's like it does this. It's like the fucking like yes. endless roller coaster. Yeah. Yes. We're, we're almost there. Um, so head on over there and uh, throw some money at the screen if you got it. If not, hey, that's cool. Just, uh, you know, hit the like button, share the podcast, leave a comment, do those things that are free to do. It's appreciated. Uh, and thanks to you guys showing up in a big way. We got to uh, uh, re-up with NordVPN. We're good for another three months. So uh, big shout-outs to Nord for continuing to sponsor the podcast. Uh, and a big shout-out to you guys for showing them love for supporting us. Not only that, they've got a great service. You can you can stay safe and anonymous when you're on, when you're on the internet. You can watch different regions of Netflix and other streaming services at the click of a button. I used you, it the whole time I was in the Philippines. There you go. I I I use it now when I stream. I stream <laughs> now with NordVPN running. I have zero and I and trust me, I would not use it if I my shit shut down on me. I have zero issues. It runs if I stream for eight ten hours. This thing runs for eight, ten hours. No frame drops, no nothing. I'm streaming on it. Uh, I'm playing online games. It helps my ping, which is nuts. Um, it's a good service. They're the best in the business. Been in it for 11 years. Plus, uh, when you use the promo code OTT, now, uh, I, I do believe, I, I don't want to use the wrong, I don't want to say the wrong thing, but let me go and check my email. But I do believe uh, plus four extra months is going to be something that is staying. Wow. So, uh, in like indefinitely. Wow. So, um, you know, don't shoot the messenger if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's it. Uh, four plus bonus months. Use a promo code OTT, get that two year subscription, massive discount plus four bonus months. So go mm. and check it out. 
Um, I actually got a bunch of, uh, a bunch. Actually, let me just go over it. I'm doing it live. I'm doing it live. I'm opening up the email. I'm opening we up got the time. email here. We got, I got time. time. I got time. 30 day money back guarantee. Mm. So if you don't like it for whatever reason, get your money back within 30 days. So go and check that out. Um, let me see here. Uh, four bonus months. Uh, Okay, here we go. The four bonus months are here to stay. Damn. So there you go. Confirmed. Confirmed. I just read the email. All right, we're doing it live. So go and check them out. NordVPN.com slash OTT. Use the promo code OTT and get four extra months plus a 30-day money-back guarantee up to six simultaneous devices. Stay safe. Stay anonymous, guys. And uh, you can use it on the fly. So you can use it on your smartphone, your Mac, your PC. I mean, on virtually anything and everything. Uh, so go and check them out. And if you guys already have a subscription, thank you. And if you're up for renewal, use the promo code and get those bonuses. Mm. That's pretty much it. That's the only sellout that I got going on. Which technically we would typically move into movies and TV, but there is literally... It's nothing, man. The, nothing. The industry is like dead right now, so... Uh, the way I'll, it is. I'll say this, Em and I watched the available episodes. There's another one coming out tonight for Wheel of Time. She's she's mm. been enjoying that. Uh, I will say it is a rel- it is a well put together show so far. I've been uh, I've been enjoying two, it. Right? Uh, yes, it it's season out. two. Yeah. I just yeah. started up. So the new one of the newer episodes. Uh, they released a few episodes. New ones out tonight. And so uh, uh, no doubt after I pick her up from work, we're going to be uh, watching that. Uh, and that's been, uh, that's been pretty enjoyable they've been doing. Now, granted, I never read the books, so just like Game of Thrones, they could be bastardizing the whole fucking thing, and I would never know. Who cares? But from an enjoyment perspective, it's not bad. Yeah, we liked the first season. Kayla and I watched that, so... It <clears throat> yeah, it was bad. pretty well done. It was pretty well done. Um, so, uh, other than that, we haven't really, uh, watched much. We're, uh, if we get lucky here... We might go see a, a movie, but, you know, we're just back from uh, from this trip, and so she's taking literally every shift that they can throw at her, and I'm working as many hours as I can get on a stream in the hopes that somebody throws money at me, and we're just whoring ourselves to our employers with the hope of making the money back after being gone for a month. And so uh, we'll we'll get to a movie or something soon, but otherwise, that's it. Literally nothing for the entire segment, which means it's time, Mr. Black, to move on to... Tech support. I'm so, it's so weird to just skip I skip right to it. I know, I know. Well, there, you said it anyway. We at least I have, we got, we got, it, we got the jingle in there. All right, where's my, uh, where is it? Do I still have it up? I do. There it is. Uh, Patreon.com slash light TV, which Jeff just plugged moments ago. Place to go if you want to financially support the podcast, of course. Uh, chiefly for now $5 or more or month, uh, per month, I should say $5 or more per month. I can speak English, believe it or not. Uh, you can get a couple of things chiefly. Now you can ask us questions on a post I put up before the podcast each week called tech support with the, uh, the episode number in the title. And we give you answers some here. And sometimes when, uh, when I see them that can fit into a Starcraft game into the Starcraft matches, but this week, what do we got? Let me see how we do. Uh, this one comes in from Seth. Adam, how was that ube pie? It was not pie. I don't think ube pie existed. If it did, I'd probably have tried it, but it sounds terrible. Uh, it was ube cake, but ube, ube, ube cake is fucking amazing. And I don't know. I, like, 
I don't know. Like, we have some Filipino places around here, like restaurants and whatnot. I've never seen ube cake. I've seen ube, ube ice cream and stuff like that. Uh, but I've not seen uh, the, the cake, sadly, or, or a version of it. Uh, but he said, I've tried ube ice cream. Oh, there you go. For, for the uh, first time last week. And as the kids say these days, it was a vibe. Mm. <laughs> it is ube is 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 a vibe ube ice cream you know what kids probably love it too because that shit is a is a crazy shade of purple it is a when, like when you first see it it's uh, like i it's 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 almost it's it's almost like blue raspberry and that you look at it and you go that's not from an actual food but as it turns out yes it is it's just a crazy like almost barney fucking shade of purple it's kind of it's it's kind of wild uh, and it's it's just a root vegetable. It's basically like a sweet potato. Uh, next up, what do we got here? The Big H. Oh, it's a false. Oh, this isn't even Mr. Miyagi, but we got somebody in on the fuck, Mary kill, Mr. Black. This is... <laughs> I'm like, dude. <laughs> fuck ass this question. Okay, all right. Yeah, sure. All right. Japanese light novels, manga, and anime. All right. So I'm marrying anime. <laughs> uh, I'm fucking manga. That's like the comic I'm, book style kind of shit, really. Yeah, yeah, and I'm killing whatever the fucking first thing you said. I don't even a know light, what that is. A light novel. It's a light novel would be like the the equivalent of like you know, like a, a romance a, novel. No, but like manga, manga, but with more words. Oh, really, okay, I'm killing the shit of, out of that. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, that's probably the way I would go to. Honestly, I'm too lazy to be reading all that shit. I like I, got time for and that, you know, man. and you know what? There's there's some an absolutely incredible Japanese uh, writers, but at the end of the day, I gotta I gotta keep it a hundred. I'm a simple man. I just want to watch my shit now. You know, yeah. It's just it's kind of like you know it's kind of like um uh and to some degree video you know video platforms and podcasts killed the book. In, yep. the, in, in the sense that, you know, not as many people are buying physical books, per se. Yeah, that's, I'm that guy. Oh, I'm that guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Blainer asks, did you ever, did you guys ever play the Civilization games? He said two and three were my childhood best with Age of Empires 2. Age of Empires 2 was a pretty dope game as well. Did you ever play any of the Civ games back in the day? I didn't. I, I have definitely like played a dabbled dabbled but (laughs) i never bought them as a kid um Mm. or as a teenager i was a starcraft like people don't understand maybe they do understand but yeah that era was like from like age 14 15 to like 17 18 i pretty much only played starcraft like adam and i went through a shit ton of games before starcraft was like the thing when starcraft like trust me we still played other games from time to time don't get me wrong but like like the majority of our binging where we just like we had a lot of burnt games we rented a lot of games we played a lot of fucking games um that happened before starcraft when starcraft came that was pretty much the only game i ever wanted to play yeah um so there wasn't no time for any other competitive or other RTSs. I looked at RTS as like StarCraft and that was it. If I was playing other RTSs, I was like wasting time. I just didn't want to 
I would still enjoy like the odd single player game. Adam and I would like we'd sit down and play these games oh, yeah. and pass the controller and fucking chill out. But like that was it. I own a bunch of the Civ games in in my in that closet. I have a shit ton of Civilization PC games, but can't say I've played them. Yeah, I've played I've played a couple. I uh, I remember I think the first one I ever played was two. I didn't play a bunch of it because at the time uh, when you know, at the time when I did play it, you know, it's a four it's a strategy game. It's a four X strategy game, and four X strategy games are very fucking dense games. And it was more dense than, you know, I wanted to fucking put effort in at the time. Uh, And then I think Civ 4 was the... uh, Well, no, I played a little bit of Civ 3. Then I played a a reasonable amount of Civ 4. And that was kind of where I I stopped it there. I have played other 4X games since. 4X is like... It's one of those genres where I I want to love it more than i do it's like risk right yeah like, yeah kind of like a risk yeah, it's a similar kind of a concept to risk you know there's there are turns but it, and it is on a globalish scale yeah. and you're developing like literally as a civilization alongside others and there are various ways to win it, it isn't just straight war like you yeah. can you can have a scientific victory or an arts victory or whatever else that's right um you know, like the old joke where where uh, where Gandhi uh, constantly wanted to go nuclear all the time, like that old pun, because like Gandhi, you choose a world leader when you first play, and uh, Gandhi was like historically very violent for some reason in the Civ games. For it was a meme, but yeah, I, I played, I, I have played them, but I don't I, think as a genre, I wanted, and I continue to want to enjoy them more than I do. I don't, there's some, mm. I just can't, there's too much. I think it's, it's just the barrier, me, the barrier to entry is really high in that you have to dedicate a lot of time just to be able to learn enough about the game to enjoy it. The menu, there's a thousand layers of menus and like the icons could be three pixels fucking wide and you could miss like something that's important to do in a turn because it's just so buried and shit. And unless you've been playing 4X for a long time or you've been taking the time to like read endless guides or watching videos on, you know, strategies and whatnot. It's just hard to jump in and enjoy, despite the fact that I think that from, like, on paper, I should enjoy 4X. So, but Civ games are fantastic. There are other, you know, other 4Xs out there that are also really, really fucking good. Uh, let me see here. Yolth, uh, well, sort of related to this, uh, as far as, like, uh, the genres are concerned. What is your absolutely most hated genre of video games, a genre that you just could never get into, no matter how hard you tried, Mr. Black. Hmm. Oh, man. That's kind of tough, because we've played a lot of games. Yeah. And there's not a lot of genres where I, like, I, like, I don't play them, but I don't think I've ever played a genre and been like, I fucking hate you know the genre. I'm gonna go with racing. Yeah, that's probably for you. That's probably pretty, pretty you up know, there. And the thing is, is like, I kind of like enjoy the simulation racing, like, yeah. uh, like, like real realistic, like, like I racing. Yeah. Or yeah, even yeah. Forza to a degree. <clears throat> I think that'd be like the closest thing to an arcade yeah, like, simulator. Yeah. So it's but- like Forza and, 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 and Gran Turismo are what would be called Simcade. There and then, go. and then I racing is like, we're literally trying to like, Yes, simulate Make, full on simulate yeah. real life yeah. racing, which I enjoy because <clears throat> I like cars and I like I like that stuff and I think yeah. it's f- fascinating. Yeah. But like from just a racing game 
when I was younger, I used to enjoy them. You know, the Project Gotham Racings and the fucking oh, the, um, the um, uh, Need for Speeds and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Now, you know what? Cancel that. <laughs> Fighting. Ah. Fighting games. Fighting okay. games take it. There you Fuck go. Fuck them. Fuck them all. Like, I actually just, like, completely fuck them all. I think the closest thing is Super Smash. Yeah. It's, like, de- near and dear to my heart. But we're talking, like, you know, uh, see, and the thing is, I really like Mortal Kombat as an IP, and I actually yeah. think Mortal Kombat's cool. But to play, it's just not my thing. Yeah. I, I, I could watch the fatalities all day. I think the characters are really cool. And I can really, I, I think I can enjoy it for, like, an hour or two. But to to sit there and grind out fighting games, I th- I think I'd fucks with racing more than fighting games. I got to go fighting. Yeah, I, have to. I think for me. So I've got I, and this it's not necessarily a, a copo, just for two different reasons. I'm gonna say fighting games as well because, <clears throat> uh, but uh, to a different degree, I guess. So like, and maybe you agree to this too. Fighting games is a, is a genre for me that I I wish I was good at. Because I wish I could enjoy, yeah. because there are fighting games like Mortal Kombat, for example, and the, some of the newer Street Fighter games and shit have been fucking really good video games, right? They're just yeah. fucking well made. Though, bro. It's so oh, it's sweaty. crazy. It's crazy sweaty. But the people that like them and are good at them, you know, they there's the enjoy. It's, it's like StarCraft, competitive StarCraft. It's competitive. It's, yes. you, you get sweaty after a while. You know, the, the yeah. sweat kicks, the sweat kicks in. But like right now, like this year and next year, fighting game people are eating like fucking gods. Every fighting game coming out is a fucking 10. It's insane. So, mm. but I, and I also will say I enjoy watching yes, fighting games. Yes, I enjoy watching fighting. So like yes. professional fighting game tournaments is, yes. is just oh, like, uh, like Mesmerized very, very fun. And the community are so fucking hype. And yeah. it's just and it's so grassroots and 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 fucking epic and so uh so I, from that perspective I love it but for me personally trying to play it and I've tried multiple times I'm shit too bro I'm so I bad even at bought games. a fight stick once to try oh, to like because me in my head I was like maybe it's just because you know controller whatever and Got so I, I I bought a fight stick and I tried and I I had a you know DJ's a buddy of mine. Uh, who's a uh, competitive uh, fighting game uh, player. And he was like, oh, I'll, I'll teach you how to play. And I, tr- bro, I can't, I'm so fucking dog shit. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't like, could I get good if I tried? Yeah, but I hated every fucking waking moment of it. So I couldn't. So I just said, you know what? I'm gonna appreciate this shit from a distance. I'm just gonna sit go. back and watch that shit. And then my other answer, um, uh, I guess it was, fi- uh, it was fighting games and, Am I going to sit here and not remember what the other one was going to? Oh, modern MMOs. Mm. And I'm, I'm, I'm stipulating modern MMOs because when MMOs were still relatively new and younger, uh, there was something about the MMO back then, even though like the quality of life was dog water, like just like everything was a grind, like beyond belief. It was the, the genre was new and everyone was excited and into it. And it wasn't quite as, I don't know, fucking quite as commoditized as it is now, and 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 now it feels like like when I played, for example, remember when World of Warcraft first came out and we were playing on like the fucking uh, beta servers and shit. Mm. Everything was like new and exciting, and the game was fun from the get go. If you go back and try to play World of Warcraft now or any modern MMO that's on the short list, 
you are going to hear the same thing. The game gets good after X level or X number of hours, like 90 yeah. hours, 100 hours, shit, three weeks worth of playing time. Nah. What a, You know, use this item to power level your character to like level, you know, the max level so that you can immediately jump. But in an MMO, if you skip, like, if you skip all of that, that's like, that's the entire fucking experience. You're yeah. lost. You're like, okay, well, my character's this level now. I can go anywhere. But I don't know where the fuck anything is. I don't know what anything is. So if you don't get in at the ground floor when an MMO comes out and love the fuck out of it, it's, it's for me, you don't even yeah, bother getting it's into not even it. Enjoyable. Yeah. I'm with you and, on that. And so like that's like for me, that's the modern MMO experience. And so for me, MMOs kind of died around the era of of moving from Guild Wars One into Guild Wars Two. And that was kind of like that era that, that those years, whatever that was. But I, I I can honestly say I don't think I hate any genre of games. No, hate it's is a just, strong word. It's, hate is a strong word. So yeah. you know, I don't hate racing games. I don't hate fighting games. They're just games that I don't run out to buy. Yeah, like like and, and I think like uh, close to that would be sports. But like the there are just some really fucking good sports games. Like I could sit down and just grind out really good golf game or uh, a really good baseball game and and just oh. fucking like I PGA just PGA Tour fucked- t- two thousand three. Tiger Woods, yeah. Oh, PG2. Yeah. I mean, so much. Like, uh. I fucks with those. But a lot of, like, I don't <laughs> fuck with basketball games. I don't fuck no. with football games. So, you know, there's just game, like, there's genres that I just prefer to watch opposed to play. Yeah. It's probably the better way to put it. It's the appreciate, I, I call yes. it appreciating it from a distance. It's kind of like, it's like, because I try and I can't, but yeah. I, lo- I like that it exists. Yes. And I love that people love it, but I just yeah. cannot not for, me. Yeah. for the life of me. Now, this is a very interesting question, Mr. Black. Comes in from Marky Mark. Not our editor, but actual Mark Wahlberg by the looks of the oh. uh, display picture. So shout-outs to, to Marky Mark. Uh, there's a saying, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Mm. When were you in the right room? So when were you, he said, so when were you the dumbest person there? I mean, the joke would be all the time. Mm. Every room I stand in. But that's probably not the case. Uh... So what's an example of when you thought to yourself or you, or you knew you were in the right room and that like you were in being in the room, you knew that you were learning something that you probably wouldn't have otherwise, be, you know, from from typically being the one doing most of the talking to suddenly you're doing most of the yeah. listening. Yeah. I would say. Um, mm. I haven't been in a lot of rooms. I, I got two. I got two. I got two answers for this. Okay. So the the first the first one would be there. There are some some real estate uh, groups that I'm part of, and yeah. um, you know, uh, where we network. Like I have one next week, and you know, I'm. I won't say I'm the dumbest person in the room, but I would say like. In terms of of a portfolio or or a success within general experience, field, I'm sure I, I would say I I would be sort of in the middle, and yeah. there there will there there are people that are have much less than than I, and operate much slower and and are just starting out, but then there are people that are above me that are they got a portfolio ten twenty hundred times bigger than me, and you can learn from these people so. I don't ever think that there's really rooms in which I'm there and I'm quite literally the dumbest or the least experienced. I, I think they in just the use that as an example, but yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the other thing would be is like, 
is is sort of flipping it around is like you know when I'm with my dad or I'm with um somebody that has much more life experience and I and and I'm asking them questions about you know manhood or like uh just getting advice on life as a whole where I'm asking a question and I'm just soaking up life wisdom right so that that could be my dad it could be my grandfather it could be um you know an in-law it could be somebody that has experience where you know, I might not be the dumbest intellectual person in the mm-hmm. room, or I might, you know, have greater success in certain parts of my life, but I'm asking for advice in in areas of my life that I don't have the experience or or the expertise in. Those are the moments where I feel like I'm a listener and not really a talker, and I'm just getting their POV um or perspective and it's one that i can appreciate and learn from yeah i man it's been because because i left because i left university and just you know i i I worked you know in an office for that year or whatever and then jeff and i just was doing this you know did this full time and continued to do it since crazy i had you which is crazy as much as it's coming to an end but it's being a crazy ride the um, I've not been in like a lot of, like, there's not been a, like, I'm not, I'm not in, in, in a lot of rooms, you know, in quotation marks, right? Like I've not, because I'm in my room all the fucking time. Uh, and because I'm not involved in some sort of like a extracurricular environment, it's not been, it's not been yeah. frequent I mean, uh, for me to be in that. But that being said, I mean, it doesn't mean that it hasn't happened. It's just not, the frequency has not been very high. Um, um yeah i would say i would say like there were a couple moments i can think of like in life that just uh that that i that in the moment i thought to myself wow i am fucking stupid (laughs) well it just like it just dawns on you're listening to somebody speak and you're like oh my god I know absolutely fucking nothing i thought i knew something but as it turns out jesus i am a fish out of fucking water here. Uh, I would say there was one of those moments was uh, in university, and I one of my one of my favorite profs, and he was. Um, I was talking with him after class because this was at the time where I was still trying to figure out my major. I didn't know which which you know uh, which one I was going to go with, and I was trying to just I was talking to some of my favorite profs from each of the of the individual like you know, like accounting and finance and economics and whatever else, trying to get an idea of, of what I might want to major in. And, and so I was like asking them lots of questions about, you know, what is life outside of like, cause you know, you might like something in a classroom, but then you get out in the real world and it's a very different fucking thing. The classroom is not representative of what actually happens out in the real world. So, and all of my professors, because it was an accredited university for business, all of them had many years of actual success in their individual you know, uh, 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 you know, environments, whatever they were teaching, whatever they were mm-hmm. teaching, they had to, they literally had to have X number of years in yes, whatever they're doing. And so there was a couple of my professors who were like really, really successful outside doing their thing and, and whatnot. And one of them was my stats prof, um, who 
uh, was in the military for a good long while, and uh, and then after that got out and taught himself um, business and statistics, and then went out and fucking did shit for like a decade and then became a professor afterwards and just coincidentally, he's just one of those guys who's just good at everything he fucking does and then became like the greatest professor I had in the four years of this university. And I remember going to him and talking to him about stuff and asking him about, you know, what is it like out, you know, out there and what is, you know, a, what is, what do you actually do and what does this all look like? And in his, in his explanation and walking me through all that, I just sat there and I went, I'm, I, this is, way the fuck over my head i'm out of my depth beyond and and he was the guy he was the guy that that asked me if i wanted to do my master's immediately after graduating because he was the guy who ran the master's program and he thought that i could skip the the experience part and go straight into a master's to which i said one i don't have twenty thousand dollars and two and two uh, at the time I was ready to just go to work. I just wanted to go get experience. I didn't want to go and do a master's right away because nothing that I wanted to do required a master's. And so he was like, oh, that's, that's, that's fair. You can come back and do it later anyway, if you want to. But that was one of those times I sat there just listening to him and he was a great storyteller. And like the whole time in my head, I was just thinking, Jesus, Lord, uh, fuck, fuck me. Cause at that age, you uh, like, I'll, I'll, I'll say for me at 20 years old, 21 years old, I, I legitimately thought that I had it all fucking figured out. I thought I was a fucking goddamn genius uh, because up to that point, you know, I was near the top of my class. School was fucking whatever. You know, I had I and, and like and I had never had anything put in front of me that I was like miserable at. And so I get to university. I continue to do really well. And then you get to that age. It's 21. You're especially if you're a guy. Not only are you invincible, like everything is firing on all fucking goddamn cylinders at 21 years of age. You think you are the shit. Fuck me. You think you are God. And I did too, until I sat there and listened to this prophet and went, I'm a fucking moron. I don't know a damn thing. I am as dumb as a fucking post. And so that was one of those moments. And then like Jeff was saying, you know, obviously if you're very lucky, like we are to have um, experienced and, uh, and, and wonderful father figures in our lives to be able to sit down and talk to uh, and have them legitimately interact with you and give you that experience uh, every time you ask questions like that, it does, it does, but even though like now, and I think even more now than ever before, or you get in your thirties and you, you say to like, we joke all the time, we're getting old, right? Yeah. And, and we think that we've seen uh, so much at 30 and then you sit down and you talk to our fathers, you know, my dad's like 72, your father's in his sixties, I think at this point. Is, yeah. And you realize that they're like double our fucking age. And there is a lot of life that happens between the ages of 35, 36 yes. and 65, 70. There's a lot of shit that goes on in that time. And you realize that you again, you don't know anything. Like, you know, you, some shit. you know more than you did when you were 20. Of course. But you are still so woefully fucking far beyond. Like you have a lot of shit. To, and that's normal. You, like, you have to. That's the other thing, too, is that you have to remind yourself there's a reason why they know all they have all this experience. They're fucking 65, 70 years old. There's there's a lot of experience that comes with just living that long. You haven't gotten there that yet, you know, to that point yet. You know, we we're literally just getting and for we're all in intents and purposes. We're, we're in, in the, the middle. messy middle right, right now. Right? So yeah. it's like the it's the awkward time where it's like it's it's like you feel like you should probably have figured everything out, but you haven't figured it out yet, and you think that you probably should have, because in your mind you're thinking you know, mom and dad had this, that, and whatever the fuck else going on. And then it dawns on you that they were also fucking treading water and trying to figure out what yeah. the fuck was going on at our age. And yeah. so it's, it's just one of those things you like, 
I think my uh, as wordy as this answer has gotten, I think I would cap it with this: is that it is it is very rare. It is very rare to have an interaction with anyone, regardless of their age, even if they're younger than you, where if you enter that conversation earnestly and and talk to them about something that they might be doing that you've never done before or you don't have much experience in, it is very uncommon for you to not be able to walk away a little bit wiser or more intelligent than you were before. And so... Uh, it's very uncommon. The, the, you know, some people have an, a hard time engaging w- with with uh, with people and 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 decoupling the fact that depending on maybe what type of life that person leads or whatever, that they go, I can't possibly learn anything oh, from dude. this person. And the reality right. is, is that there's very few people, very, very few, few, where that applies. Yeah, and most dude, people it, you're going to learn a lot from. Yeah, it it really has nothing to do with your social status, your uh, it really it it really doesn't it's all about you could talk to anybody bro you could go hmm. to an old folks home and sit that'd down be, that'd be a top place to go to is yeah. <laughs> and honestly. they'll have yeah you might get some crazies and they're gonna tell you some fucking wild shit and you know but like and the same thing i mean, i had a conversation with a um a young guy he was 21 and his buddy who was 23 and they started they started out uh, doing some YouTube stuff. Like my my trainer, he has his his own like fitness brand and different things. And he's they they wanted to sit down and ask me a bunch of questions about YouTube and social media yeah. and things like that. And you know I'm I'm helping these guys out and giving them my knowledge, uh, the things that I do. But then you know they were talking about some of the stuff that they're doing, and they're 21 and 23. And I'm learning about things that I didn't really understand. And then also it's their energy. It's the yeah. fucking it's this this wide eyed, uh, you know, holy shit. And it brings me back to when I was young and it lights a fire under my ass. And, you know, they're enjoying speaking with me. And in in a in a roundabout way, I'm enjoying speaking with them and I'm you know, it's a it's a give and take thing. So, you know, if you're willing to listen, some people just can't shut up, right? That's the problem. And they think and they think that <laughs> they think that they're that that they're the center of the fucking universe. Yes. And the reality is is you're just the center of your own universe. Yes. The, the, there's a lot of shit moving on all around you, and it's just a matter of shutting the fuck up and listening. And if you do that, yeah, sometimes you just listen to a fucking idiot and you're just like, yeah, bro, you're <laughs> no. But if you have an open mind, there's shit to learn. It's true. I mean, even my son, fuck, he does. I mean, fuck, kid's four years old. And there's shit that he <laughs> does and says where I'm like, wow, you know. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. There's a, there's a YouTube channel called The Soft White Underbelly. And it's a channel where this guy has dedicated an un- unimaginable amount of time. Like, there's so many interviews, it's insane. Interviewing um, all walks of life. And a lot of them are people who are in what you would consider to be very uh, unfortunate or less than ideal circumstances. Whether they are, uh, whether they're hardcore drug uh, addicts or um, or abused sex workers or if they're just extraordinarily... Uh, you know, extraordinarily uh, poor individuals from, you know, the corners of of the country that you don't even, you don't, like, nobody ever fucking thinks about, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Like, anything you can think of damn near, like, this guy has interviewed somebody that falls into 
you know, a category for it. And some of these people that he finds in interviews, fascinating to listen to them tell their, their life story. And because everyone lives such an incredibly different life, even if it appears that you're living very similar lives, you mm. can always glean like something from anything that they're that they're talking about even if it's so different like you're like what the fuck do i learn from somebody who's been abusing meth for the last fucking 10 years and then you listen to some of them you you you're surprised uh because somebody that you know for example somebody that's been hung up on drugs for that long and they're very self-aware when they're hung up on drugs they do a lot of introspective thinking and then some crazy uh some some crazy smart uh self-aware type of shit come out their mouth that you've never thought about yourself before you went and you just think you go jesus christ that's a heavy fucking sentence you never thought about that before kind of a thing uh and so yeah there's there's a lot of good content out there to watch for that kind of stuff too if you're somebody that's interested in just learning from anyone and everyone uh and and hearing about their experiences yeah that's a that's a good channel to uh to check out last question mr black then we're gonna do some starcraft because i've got to leave uh to pick up m from work today uh, this is an odd question, and the answer is probably yes from both of us immediately. Henry asks, a million dollars, you get a million dollars, but uh, but whenever anyone in the same room as you farts loud or silent, you automatically point at them and announce that they farted. Do you take it? Oh, are you serious? Yeah. I get a million dollars? I get a million dollars, and all and all I do is out people shitting themselves in public? Yeah, bro. Bro, I'll fig- I, can figure out, I can figure out a way to make that shit funny and not awkward. You know, I'll figure out the fucking formula. And even if it was awkward as shit, and they they told me to fuck off every time they did it, I'm still doing. It's a million bucks. Oh, hundred percent. It's a million dollars. That's the easiest yes I've had in these Dude, questions in a while. I'm doing that for ten grand. <laughs> ten grand, bro. I'm calling your shit out. Ten G's just to say, ha you farted. <laughs> Easy money. I'll Easy take money. it all day. I'll take Easy. it all day. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for us to go record some Starcraft. And this time, hopefully the audio isn't oh, so fuck. fucking loud. That I was know. insane. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh my fuck. god. Updates are just fun. They're always, they're always a fun time. Uh, but we'll see you over on the StarCraft cast. Thank you if you were here live. Bless you for stopping by. Hopefully you enjoyed yourselves. For everyone listening on the RSS feeds, thank you very much as always. Patreon.com slash TV if you want to financially continue to support this. As Jeff has said, we've been... We've been up and down. Like, literally, if you looked at the graph, the shit's been a fucking roller coaster in the last like uh, like six weeks. We've gotten closer and closer to Novor says, and then a little bit drop. We're just up and down, up and down. But if you keep picking away at it, I know you guys have we'll it in there. you. We're gonna get there. And uh, until we see you next week, stay safe out there. Have a good one, and peace. Hey,